Welcome to Standing Grace with Alan McQuarrie, a ministry of Thousand Islands Baptist Church in Brockville, Ontario. I'm your host, Alex Philippi. We all know life is hard, but Jesus is here for you. He wants to encourage you through his word and remind you that you can always stand in his grace. We have so many stresses in our lives with family and with school and money, obviously, as well as things like health, and but also just uncertainty as to what to do next and, and how we're going to get through our daily struggle. And so with all of that in place, we can often go into what I call panic mode and try to gather in to ourselves and to sit down and try to work out the problems without involving the Lord in our lives. And that's just panic mode. So what we do need to do is to realize that the Lord is our Heavenly Father. As believers in Christ, the the greatest thing we have is that relationship that the Lord has placed us in. That's why we call this standing grace. It is where the Lord has placed us. He has placed us in a position where he wants to bless us in grace. And having known all that, what we do need to do is to appreciate how the Lord wants us to respond. I want to look at the Gospel of John chapter 6. And as we look at this passage, the Lord is talking to uh, a group of religious people who were not believers. Uh, And they were religious leaders. And he was in a synagogue at this time, a, a, a religious building, like a church. And in that, they could not understand why the Lord was doing what he was doing. They wanted him to do something different. They they wanted him to be something different. And so often today, people become very discouraged and upset and disillusioned with the Lord because they want the Lord to do something in their lives that is different than what is occurring and what he is doing. And they believe somehow the Lord doesn't hear us or the Lord doesn't care. If you find yourself in that position, I want to encourage you today from this passage of Scripture. I want to point out uh, three important things that we need to grasp. First of all, the Lord talks about himself and the need for them to have a relationship with him by illustrating the fact that they needed to take him in completely. The Lord says that uh, they need to eat him. And he says the Son of Man Uh, Unless you eat the the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life. That sounds very dramatic, doesn't it? But what does it mean to eat the flesh of the Lord? And what does it mean to drink his blood? Well, the Lord was just simply talking about the fact that you need to consume him. He needs to be a passion in your life. Now, I realize that so often we go through stages where for a while, the Lord is the, the main thing in our life. The, he's the main thing that we think about. Uh, we get up in the morning. We we listen to music uh, that honors the Lord. We, we try to do everything right. And then we go through periods of our lives, just like every individual does, where trouble hits us and discouragement hits us and tragedy comes upon us. And often we fall away. And so the Lord is saying here that, If you really want to have a relationship with him that is true and vibrant, 
you need to maintain a place in your life to know that the Lord is everything you need. To become truly a child of the Lord, we need to turn to him and ask him to forgive us for the things that we've done that dishonored him and give our lives over to him. And that's what he talk, He is talking about when he says, you need to eat me, eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood. The word eat is a singular motion. It literally means you need to consume him. You need to gulp the Lord down. Now that sounds kind of odd, but the alternative is to just kind of nibble away at Jesus. We, we He's there when we need him and we kind of nibble away on times. And if I, you know, he's kind of like, if I need him, I'll let him know. But the Lord says, no, that's not the way it is. We need to be much more than that. Our relationship with the Lord is one that we consume him. And even though we sometimes go through great tragedies, that consumption of Christ is what gets us through it. So first of all, I want you to say consume Christ. In other words, whatever you're going through right now in your life, whatever great stress, whatever tragedy, whatever problem, whatever thing is overwhelming you, you need to come to the Lord Jesus and say, Lord, I need you. I need you maybe like you worked in my life five years ago or 10 years ago. I want to sense you once again in my life. And so you need to express to the Lord that you want him to be that intimate part of your life. You need to consume him. And consuming the Lord really means to make him the priority of your life. In John chapter 6, the Lord Jesus continues and he says, Whoever eats on my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. The key there is the abiding. The abiding in the Lord brings the Lord abiding in us. It reminds us of John 15 that it says um, that if we abide in him, we will bear much fruit. So what does it mean to abide in the Lord? How do I get back to that place of abiding in the Lord? First of all, spend some time in prayer. And maybe you just need to say, Lord, I'm angry. Lord, I'm, I, I'm confused. Lord, I don't even know what's going on in my life. But thank you, Lord, that you're there for me. I don't understand. I'm confused. It doesn't make sense to me. But I know, Lord, you hear me. So start there and ask the Lord to be intimate, intimate uh, with you and, and, and just spend some time beginning the process of returning to the Lord, abiding in him once again. Because when we abide in him, it says he will abide in us. And that relationship is what often is strained during troubled times. The Lord never, ever moves away from you. Never. No matter what you go through, no matter what uncertainty you have, the Lord never moves away from you. You move away from him. But he's always waiting for you to come back. He always wants you to come back. That abiding in the Lord is an important, critical part of our relationship. The second thing we need to do uh, is to understand that when we have that relationship with abiding with the Lord, then something unique happens. We realize how dependent we are upon him. When 
the Lord gave this speech in John chapter 6. The people were getting upset and they were disillusioned and they started saying, I don't, you know, I don't want to follow him anymore. And they started leaving him and, and turning away and not following him anymore. And so the Lord says to his disciples, do you want to go as well? Like, do you want to leave me as well? Everyone else is leaving me. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, to whom shall we go? Good answer, Peter, eh? In other words, Peter's saying, Lord, I have nowhere else. If, I, if you're not there for me, I got nothing. I, I need you desperately in my life. I, I have to have you because I got nothing else. And sometimes we need to get to that place of being completely broken before we realize the Lord's there for you. But you need to realize that if you don't have him, you have nothing. You don't, you don't have anything. Probably the greatest tragedy I see in this world is people who have no hope. As believers in Christ, we stand in grace. We have always hope. It may seem like we're at the bottom of the barrel, but the Lord's holding the lid. We're never without the Lord watching over us. And I wish I could understand why God does what he does. And I wish I could have a blueprint in my life that shows me all the things that are going to occur and why everything happened the way it did. I, I really wish, I, but I don't. Well, what I have is the knowledge that the Lord is my father my Savior, and I say the same thing that Peter says. Well, Lord, where am I going to go? If, if I leave you, what do I, what do I have? I've got nothing. And so Peter continues and says, you have the words of eternal life. And we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. And that term, Holy One of God, is a very unique. So the third thing is, Acknowledge who the Lord is in your life. Look, I understand that there are there's a lot of pain. But we also have to acknowledge that you are precious in the Lord's sight. You are very precious in the Lord's sight. You are his dear child. And the Lord is not putting you through pain just to punish you. He's not putting you through pain to get back at you or as a result of something you did and now he's going to kind of get back at you. He doesn't do that to his children. The Lord loves you and redeemed you. He may discipline you, but only for a while and only to bring you into relationship that was stronger than what you had before. God's not punishing you. God's not punishing you. He is pouring out his love upon you and grace. And we don't see it. We don't understand it. And it sounds even sometimes crazy to say that. But I just want to encourage you, gulp the Lord down today. Abide with him once again. Appreciate that you have nowhere to go but him. He is the Holy One of God. And without the Lord... Life's going to be a lot worse. So save yourself struggles and pain. And yes, I don't know the circumstance. And yes, you may have some very valid reasons. But return to the Lord who loves you and allow him to abide in you once again.
Because when you do that, a relationship is created that could never be created any other way. God wants to bless you today. The Lord wants to heal you today. The Lord wants you to be stronger today. The Lord wants you to trust him in a way you've never been able to trust him before. Our home is in heaven, and the Lord has gone and prepared a place for us. We have to get through the garbage of life and the struggles and the pain and the tragedies of life, but we're never left alone. We're never abandoned. We're never left to our own fate or bad luck. We serve, and we know, and we have a relationship with the Eternal One who's in control of heaven and earth. The psalmist says in Psalm 24, the earth is the Lord's and all it contains, the world and all who dwell in it. God is sovereign. And so today in the midst of your struggles, gulp the Lord down, abide with him once again, and flee to him and realize that he is the Holy One of God and you have nothing else and you need nothing else other than him. He's there for you. All right. So Lord bless you. If you need us, we're here for you. And make sure you join us for our next. Thank you for being with us today on Standing Grace. I'm Alex Philippi inviting you to join us for more teaching like this in person at Thousand Islands Baptist Church in Brockville, Ontario. And to join us online at standinggrace.com. Until next time.